So is Nicole Jokic or Joel Embiid that's going to be MVP? Every week it feels like it's a different story. You have gone through a roller coaster, I know. Yes. Because it went from, oh man, he's not, oh wait, yeah, oh here it goes. Nope, never mind, it's all Jokic. No, wait, no, now Embiid's the favorite. Now Nikola Jokic is the favorite at plus 110. Joel Embiid at plus 125 with Giannis all the way back there at plus 425. That's what scares me right there. Giannis. That's the only guy I don't have any action on. And I don't I don't really want to take any action on Giannis. I think we should be fine on Giannis. I won't be sh- surprised, though, if Jokic ends up winning it because he swept both guys. Embiid obviously didn't play the other mm-hmm. night. I don't think that should be that big of a deal, but I think it's going to be that big of a deal, and I think, end- I think it ends up being Jokic, um, unfortunately. But I thought that Embiid ticket was done, like, months ago. So just the fact that I'm hanging around, that Did makes me a little happy. Did you have the ability to cash out at all? No. No. And, and some places allow it, some don't. Yeah. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. I would have. I probably, I mean, definitely December, January, mm-hmm. you know, even early February. Would you have cashed out at five to one four days ago? Five days ago? No, I'm going to let it ride. I still feel all right about it. I don't know, though. I Like, I don't think, and we'll see with the straw poll, obviously, you know, the last Comes one. Out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think, though, like that the betting market, and I think you said this actually when you were on with You Better You Bet the other day. I heard you say this. I don't think that that matters. Yeah. So I could see it being Jokic, even though the betting market, I mean, even when Embiid was the favorite, I never really felt great about it. So Monday, when Embiid didn't end up playing against the Nuggets. Yeah. At one point, this is from another book, at entering Monday, Embiid was minus 225, Jokic was plus 175. Then Monday at 4 Eastern, Embiid had already dropped to minus 145 with Jokic coming in at minus 110. That's at 4 Eastern when reports were that he wasn't going to play. And then at 7 Eastern, it was down again to Embiid minus 130. Uh, and then also Jokic was minus 130 as well at that point. So within the span... plus 110 today. Within a, the span of a few hours, we watched, those, we watched them completely flip-flop again. So that game did matter, at least in the odds makers' eyes. Whether that game mattered enough to the voters is a whole it different just, story. But they're talking to people. They are getting at least some level of an idea where they can, but it doesn't guarantee anything. Talking to you don't anyone. think they know anybody? that? I, well, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think they're just taking money and they're balancing the books. That's what I think they're doing. They're limiting their liability, and they're trying to maximize how much money they can make. And so yeah. that's how that goes. Yeah. I don't think there's any inside information on the straw poll from Vegas. Very simply, the way that it was for the NBA draft when it was Paolo and Jabari. There was a lot of sharp money that came in on Paolo at the very last second. Yeah. People speculated that Woj actually knew and that he leaked it. No, I just think people saw what the value was and what the, the numbers were and said, it's one of these two guys. If you're getting 12 to 1 odds for Paolo Bancaro, and you can figure out a way to middle and win money on both sides. Yeah. You're going to do that. Yeah, because, like, it wasn't a for sure thing. Like, every yep. once in a while, there's a for sure thing. You know, like LeBron James is coming like, out. Like uh, Victor Wambiyama. Yeah, that's sure a for sure thing. thing. But when it's Jabari, you're like, well, I might as well take a shot with this guy at this ridiculous 150 to 1 price. And then a bunch of steam came in the day of the draft. And that's when we were like, okay, we're too late for this. Mm. Probably should have played this last night with Banchero. Um, and I could see that. I mean, but with the MVP thing, so that's what I did. When we were, when Embiid took over and he was the overwhelming favorite, I still didn't feel good about it just because the betting market was telling me that. I mean, you look at the numbers. He's leading the league in scoring. He's giving you 33 points per game. Then you look at Jokic. He's only giving you 25 per game, but he's averaging almost a triple-double. He's no longer averaging the triple-double, 9.9 assists, 11.9 rebounds, but they're the number one seed in the West. 
You look at all the advanced stats. Everybody loves Jokic, all the basketball nerds. All the NBA writers love Jokic way more than they love Embiid. So I never really felt great about it. So when it was still plus 300, I grabbed a little bit of Jokic, and that's all I have. And yeah. that's why now I could just see Giannis. I mean, the Bucks were the first team to 50 You're wins. They're the best team in the league. You don't have Giannis. I mean, Giannis yeah. could literally every year. I know, I know, but it just worries me a little bit because he is so damn good. And every year he could win Defensive Player of the Year. Every year he could really win MVP. Look what he's doing tonight. He played 13 minutes in this game, and he already had like 22 points. Double-digit rebounds, rebounds and assists. six assists. Yeah. There are That's certain how guys. Good he is. There are certain guys that can win the MVP every year. He does everything Jokic does. I guess you could say what Jokic is maybe a better overall shooter, but Jokic doesn't play the defense that Giannis mm -hmm. does. And at no. the end of the day, like that matters. That's why the Bucks were the first to fifty wins. That's why they have the best overall he record. Also, doesn't in the play the type of defense that uh, Embiid plays. The thing That's that the thing. makes yes. me feel like it's going to be Jokic is because it was Jokic for the majority of the year. Then you had a period where Sixers got really hot. They won, what, like seven straight in a row. The Nuggets lost a few in a row. And so the momentum and the narrative swung to Embiid. Embiid had that article written about him in The Athletic. He was talking all kinds of trash. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't show up yeah, for the killer. matchup between <laughs> yeah. Jokic. And then all, now, what do we have? We have the Philadelphia 76ers struggling against the Mavs. They've lost a few. Lost uh, three straight. The M Nuggets have won four straight. Yep, mm -hmm. Embiid hasn't been playing. Jokic has been awesome. It, what's moving the lines is just simply the facts on the ground about the success of the team and the success of the players. But I don't think that's going to granularly affect, I don't think it's going to be recency bias with these voters. I think they're going to go in, into the lab, into the collab, <laughs> yes. you know, like dead prez picks, yes. and figure out what the numbers say, what the, what the stats say. And they're going to make their decision in terms of the, the totality of the year. Yeah. Like, in the long run, I'm just glad that MB did go on that run and Philly did win 9 of 10 games and he did become he the favorite. Yeah, because then I, was able, then I was able to just get some money back rather than just lose that Because Jokic was at way. one point minus 350, minus 450. Yeah. I have Jokic today. Tonight, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get in. If I can get Jokic at plus money, I did. And it's plus 110. Yeah, I missed out on the value from Monday. But I still got plus money for Jokic. That's free money. If he was minus 300, minus 400, now you get him plus 100 later on in the year and there's not much difference yeah. in terms of what's happened, yeah. you need to do that. It's one of the craziest MVP races. I don't know if it's just because I have both guys, but I just can't wait for this season to end. No. The regular season to get to the playoffs because I just want this wrapped up. Because, I mean, every week it changes. And just like one little thing, like a did not play coach's decision for Embiid, and the market just shifts like that. And the narrative is, well... I mean, he doesn't have that dog in him. Well, no, but you also... But it's funny that that would be the narrative when the last time they played, Embiid dominated Jokic. Yeah, exactly. So it, it does... There is a level of recency bias maybe with that narrative, but a lot of voters at this point have at least a general idea of where they're going. If not, they've already decided with seven games left in the season. What makes this this MVP race so unique is that we had so many names that you were throwing around that were potential MVPs for a good portion of the season. Yeah. I mean, the names we've just mentioned in those top three doesn't even include the fact that Jason Tatum was a favorite for a while, that Luka was the favorite coming into the season, that uh, you're throwing in even Donovan Mitchell in the season that he's having. He's been nowhere close to it. He's been at places like 40-1, to 1, yet he's putting up MVP numbers. And you go down the list and you go... Ste look at Steph Curry before he got hurt. Steph was averaging 30 points a game and having a, an MVP season. And it just, it finally has to start. You got to get the bigger sample size and go through the ebbs and flows of the season. And a lot of times it just becomes like last guy standing, right? Yeah. Like just make it through the entire season and 
be in the spot where at the end of the year your team like you've missed the fewest games because that matters too missing games does matter in that and it's just kind of narrowed its way down to these two but there have been so many names you could throw around this year that absolutely deserve the MVP conversation yeah that's why unless I really like somebody like I did Embiid coming into the season I usually just wait because there is always that overreaction yep. like you brought up Luca, he was the overwhelming favorite going into the he season was plus 450 coming into the season then he had a 40 point triple double and he was getting a bunch of lo- like there's always just a bunch of overreaction after just one game two games or one week of basketball that's why I mean you might as well just wait like unless you really love somebody and just bet that like one month two months into the season because you never know who's going to be able to stay healthy. You never know who's taking the regular season seriously. That's the other thing. I mean, that's why Giannis could win it every year, because he's guaranteed to play at least 70 mm-hmm. games. Same thing with Jokic. Jokic doesn't really miss games. And I guess that could only the only knock you could really have on Jokic, if you don't want to give him the award, is recent um, is voter fatigue. You know, he's already won it twice in a row. And I guess you could judge him off the playoff lack of success, playoff failure, even though you're not supposed to. It's a regular season award. Because I feel like sometimes that's the knock on Embiid is the playoff failures for Philadelphia and for himself. And maybe some people think he's kind of soft. I don't think that about him. Well, you also had Doc Rivers at the end of the – or after that game saying that they they were prioritizing health for the playoffs. Their focus smart, is because the Because this is a big year for them, yeah. man. Because I think they blow this thing up if they don't – like the process, which is already pretty much blown up because Ben Simmons is gone – I feel like this is like the last year with this core, with this roster. Jay Wright comes back and coaches the Sixers. Because then I'm you probably, you. Harden's probably gone. He could go to Houston or wherever he wants to go. Are you really going to continue to bring back Doc Rivers if he doesn't get it done this year? Because also, does Joel Embiid ask for a trade in the offseason? If they lose in the second round. He wants to win. Yeah. And if they lose in the second round again, and he's looking around going, Harden may leave and go to Houston. What do I have here at this point? Houston. No, Harden's not going to Houston. I'm yeah, 100% I mean, confident. Do you think he stays in Philly, though, if they get bounced in like, the first or second round in embarrassing fashion and he's yeah, terrible? I do. Ah, I man. do. Because I think he really likes Daryl Morey. Yeah. Morey loves him, too. And Morey loves him. Yeah. I think that they're going to do whatever they can to surround them with pieces. Tobias Harris is going to be off the book soon. Which, that's what they need. Because, like, mm-hmm. with Harden, Harden's not going to be 32 be points. He, but he's, he's a good facilitator. He's a good point he's guard. He's a really good point guard, a really good pure point guard. And offensively, he's had some really good moments mm-hmm. and some stretches. I think, from what I can tell, Houston would is not interested in bringing back James Harden, Just considering smart. that he's going to ruin the culture of that team. There's so many young guys that are impressionable. James Harden, all he does is party. When I, I heard this. When James Harden is not playing basketball, does not have a game, he has an off day, he is not in Philadelphia in any in any of those days. He is always in Houston. People who <laughs> live in Houston, play in Houston, are like, hey, didn't you have a game tonight? Yeah, and now I'm here Can't at the him. club. He's in Houston every single off day, every single time. Those young guys would be at the club every night. If you think Jalen Green is bad now, if you think that Kevin Porter Jr. is bad now, watch what happens when you pair him, pair them with James Harden. That's got to be an exhausting lifestyle to just fly out and have to, to party every single night. I would get so exhausted. I don't think after he drinks. I think he does it all sober, which is what makes it crazier. Yeah, that does. Definitely couldn't do that then. That's a lot. That's a lot of effort to be sober. Other people drink. To be sober at a strip club and fly out of your way to another city just to do it. I Actually, love that you know graphic oh. just covered my entire face during that whole thing. I do think that actually I could do that, though. What Harden do you? does. Well, you yeah. know he has a, a professional hookah guy that travels with him the entire time he's I, on the road? I did not games. know that. How do you become a, a professional hookah guy? Are they hiring? 
<laughs> yeah, you you have like he he travels with the whole kit and he sets it up for him on the road. Has really? all the oils. Man. Has all the scents and tastes and flavors. You want to talk about money to burn? That's money to burn. I'm gonna have a professional personal hookah setter upper. That's it. You just Party set up road. my hookah. That's the goat. That's my goat. Well, he's got tons yeah. of money. I mean, he gets yeah. gifted money for his birthday. Just briefcases full of money, even though he's rich. That's what rich people do. That's, that's what he does. And he throws Harden. cakes overboard, right? Yeah. Does it all. Gotta stay in shape, there man. You go. Can't, can't eat those calories.